right, so everyone, I hope that you can hear us. This week we have Mary with us again. Um, so she was here last week with Elizabeth, and now I am um, back from being out of town, and Elizabeth is now out of town. So Mary is our co-host again. I'm permanent temporary fill-in. Yeah. Before we did, I have to give a shout out to my BFF Jessica with Machine by Sheree shirt. Says, who's gonna check me, boo? Okay, because I'm wearing like, Stassi AF. That's right. This is like the best, best like audience for these shirts because I feel like in real life no one's gonna appreciate it. Yeah. So, I won I, my t shirt for, um, on like Twitter. I have like three followers and I retweeted something and, and tweeted my favorite, uh, like GIF from Vanderpump Rules. And so I got a, Saucy AF shirt from um, Velvet Hammered is the Etsy shop. I love it. So I guess we should just kick off with some Bravo news. Um, A lot happened with Danielle Staub this week. She was like getting married, then she wasn't. And then it came out that she was possibly um, drugging her fiancé. Did you um, read that story? Okay, so it's so weird because I feel like I'm one of the more naive people on the planet. And I thought that. I was like, clearly he's not sober. Clearly something is the matter. And it wouldn't surprise me. She's such a Corella. Corella? Corella? Yeah. She, I, it doesn't surprise me. The whole time. She snatched him up from her BFF. Allegedly. Right. So. So. I definitely, so I posted the video of her saying, like, people are saying we're broken up, but look at us. And he's literally like, yeah. And he has no reaction whatsoever. I'm thinking he's wasted. (laughs) I think I'm naive when it comes to drugs, too, um, because I thought he was just wasted, you know? But now people are like, oh, he's, he's on drugs. I'm like, that totally makes sense. 100%. And I read, like, a more extensive story saying that, like, his friends and family were actually really concerned considering sending people down to check on him because he has a history of, like, seizures and he's an alcoholic and they feel like she's abusing all of that and using his credit cards to purchase stuff. Apparently a bunch of um, packages showed up on her doorstep in New Jersey while they were in the Bahamas. So she was, like, ordering stuff online with his credit card. So his friends and... Blink twice if you need rescuing. <laughs> I know. That's a bit, I don't even know if he would have the wherewithal to blink twice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there was also a lot of hoopla about Nini unfollowing Andy, and then Andy got, I mean, what? I need all the details on this because I just like briefly saw it. So I'm probably not the best person to ask because I don't even watch Atlanta, but what I read was like, Everyone on the Bravo interwebs was like, Nini unfollowed Andy, like, because I guess a lot of drama happened on Atlanta this week, and, you know, she's saying she got a bad edit or whatever, and so then they were like... Anna, so I, I know what happened on the show, but I don't know what happened, like, in real life. So people were saying she was pissed about the show, so she unfollowed Andy. Well, after, like, 24 hours of that marinating on the on Twitter and wherever else, she came out and was like, uh, F all of you. I never followed Andy. And he, I think she said something like Andy never followed any of the housewives, but I don't know if that's true. But she was basically saying like, this isn't new. I didn't unfollow him. I just never had followed him before. Like Andy and I are fine. And she even asked Andy, like 
in the Twitter, she was like, back me up. And he replied, this is true. We did not follow each other before. Like, it wasn't new. But she, I read that she unfollowed Cynthia, too, who's like the theme for life. So, And I watched some little video of them, of her today, talking about Cynthia. And I guess I didn't really pay attention because, again, I don't listen, I don't watch Atlanta. But she was saying Cynthia's hands aren't clean. And she does a lot behind closed doors um, that you don't see. And that's why she's... It's like Eddie of Atlanta. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, because I don't watch Atlanta, so I can't speak to that exactly, but. Also, a lot of drama went down with Caroline from Below Deck, and. Yeah, okay. so, crazy. Oh, crazy. Yes, and now, like, even uh, the comment feed on a post that we put up, I think it was today, it, people are just fighting back and forth, you know, so. <laughs> besides that I try not to comment I actually wrote something and then I deleted it because I was like you know what I'm out of it now so but she went on her Instagram story asking for money for whatever reason okay so then she what I saw was her posting like thank you to everyone who donated to me I'm not proud of it but I'm still in need of money and work if you want to donate the link is in my bio thank you so much for not judging me and I'm like okay well we are judging you a which I got in trouble for saying that someone was like I can't how dare you judge yeah they're like how dare you judge you know you don't know what's gonna happen to you one day you're right, I don't, but I can guarantee you I won't be on Instagram asking random-ass followers for money, okay? I have more dignity than that. And I think what really went down was... Yeah, and give, like, a backstory, like, I need money because, or is it like, um, who was it? I was like, I need, oh, um, from 90 Day Fiance, she put up a post about how she needed money, and then she, like, went and filled her face up with, like, pops and fillers. And yeah, yeah. Like, so, I mean, what do you need money for? Exactly. So, one of my commenters said something like, when you actually need money, you cut off your internet and you get rid of your iPhone and go down to the flip phone or whatever. Like, you don't ask random followers for, like, a handout. That's ridiculous. So, um, I, I thought it was really, really funny. She also said on an Instagram Live, um, which I didn't see posted, I saw it later uh, someone had recorded it and posted it online. Basically, someone asked her, like, oh, so what did you think about Ashton and his accident? Because, you know, she wasn't around anymore when the whole situation happened where Ashton got pulled off the boat with the rope. And she said, you know, that was a really scary situation, but it was definitely preventable. And people saying that um, my foot injury was just minor, you know, and he went, he didn't go back to work, but his foot didn't hurt. Mine did and blah, blah, blah. She went on and on about how Ashton wasn't actually hurt, but she was. And I'm like, girl, you had some, and like, look, she really could have been sick, but there was no actual evidence of illness. Whereas Ashton almost died in the water. Exactly. Like, let's just, you know. Well, don't put down his situation. Right, exactly. Exactly. Can I just say that your background is so beautiful and chic and gray and, like, and I got this, like, playhouse and this janky old fan, but I'm in the playroom right now. Okay, look. I know, it's, like, really pretty. (laughs) If my husband would go to bed, I could sit in my pretty kitchen, but he's in there watching TV, so I can't. I made Thomas get in bed. (laughs) I should make my go to bed. Um, 
Other Bravo news. So Caroline's crazy and I'm sorry for her. People like that should just never be cast on these TV shows because I'm very mentally stable and I don't know if I can handle the pressure. Someone who has a history of mental illness just shouldn't be on TV like that in that capacity. And I don't know. I I agree and I think that that's part of the reason why she only made half a season and also if you're a Juicy Scooper, um, she was interviewed by Heather McDonald and he told everyone on Juicy Scoop, like, that she reached out to Andy and tried really, like, desperately to get on the, um, reunion, and he was like, yes, oh, sorry about ya. Yeah, I I listened to her, and I felt for her, but I also didn't feel like it was unjust. You know, like, I felt bad for her because I, I know she wanted her story to get out, but at the same time, I can understand why they don't want her. Wait, say that again? I would probably bully her off the show, too. Yeah. So, just in the past 24 hours, I believe, Gina from the OC, they're filming currently, had this Instagram story where they're on the airplane and she's basically like panning around to show like her cute self sitting on the airplane. And you can hear two of the other cast members in the background talking. um, And you can't hear everything they say, but you hear them, one of them clearly say, and then you say, whatever, and I'm going to overreact so they were basically like planning out their scene. I don't like that. Me neither. They're like put in scenarios, but I don't need your reactions to be disingenuous. No. Like we are a way to not talk about what we're going to talk about on here so that we can get our filming OC. And sidebar, I saw somewhere that all the girls were at the airport and camera, camera and Kelly left all their Starbucks trash all over the airport with their name. I saw that. Like, exactly. So, but they are filming, and I saw another thing that Gina was also talking about how she was gonna, same thing, talking about how she was gonna react and what she was gonna say and who was gonna. So, I I don't know where they were going, but. That makes me sad because I I just wanna believe all this stuff is true. And I know it's not, but I don't want the evidence, you know? I just wanna believe it. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. Issue is whenever we get on their trip. Uh, did you see Juicy Joe's out of the clink? Yes, and straight into and, ice. And I, I saw in his statement it said, uh, "Hopefully justice will prevail." That was a statement from his lawyer, and I'm like, uh, "What justice?" justice prevailing because he's gonna get booted out of the country because he's like a tax fraud. Smell you later. Yeah, buddy. A lot, so. of, a lot of people are um, commenting on all these Facebook groups. Not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people saying stuff like, you know, he's been here since he was one. He should get to stay. So, okay, I get that. I get that he's lived here his whole life. He has no life in Italy. However, you can't just not become a citizen of a, of a country and then continue to rip people off and take their hard-earned money and, like, forge people's signatures. It's a... It's a it's against the law, and criminals are not allowed to stay if you're not a citizen. And that's just how it works. It, it, it's just black and white. Like, it, there's no exception for you. If anything, they're going to make an example out of you. I was about so. to say, if they if they gave him an exception, then people would just say, oh, celebrities get a pass, blah, blah. They need to make an example of these people so that other people don't commit white-collar crimes. And especially other immigrants, you know, they also don't commit white-collar crimes. Because there is... A punishment for that. You have to pay yeah. do your time. Yeah, you did it. Sorry. 
here's the consequence, plain and simple. I think they're going to get a divorce. Teresa will keep continuing to hustle and make bad grammar and, you know. Ingredients. Ingredients and yes. call people out orders and all that stuff, so. Um, so. Sorry. Jesse, they just came in. They did not guilty to 16 charges against him, so. Not guilty, but I don't know. Again, it's that thing where. So whether you did it on purpose or not, or what realized the like of what you were doing, yes, you did, and you're guilty, and that's it. And I haven't followed that story as in depth. I obviously know what happened, but I don't know like all the details. Did anything new come out besides that, that he orchestrated? Posted, like, right before we went live, that he was in court today and pled. Pled? pled? Why can I yeah. talk? Pled. I don't know. Is that right? That I'm is right. All the grammar. Yeah. <laughs> What ingredients is? It's good. The ingredients is. I know that's what I can trash about Teresa and her English as a second. But anyway, uh, it came out today. He had 16 charges against him. He pled not guilty to all of them. And he'll be back in court on April 17th. And that's basically all the. Well, should we go ahead and just dip into the college scandal while we're at it? Might as well. While we're on the scandal topic. Scandal across all, like Juicy Joe and then Jesse, those are totally different types of scandals, and now there's the college scandal. This is like the ultimate white, I feel. The white what? The white collar, okay, okay, the white collar, like, crimes, you know, they're just throwing money where they can to get get their kids into school, but I do why they even need to go to because clearly you're, like, you don't deserve to be there, you're going to find out, right? Well, yeah, like you don't need to be there because you already have a deal with Sephora and you're already a YouTube influencer. She probably already makes like a ton of money on her own without her parents being bajillionaires. Like, like, are they going to fake her grades and fake her degree as well? No. Like, I don't, far, you just broke up. What'd you say? How far do they take it? Do they fake all of her test scores and fake her degree and fake the whole four years? So, I obviously don't know, but I believe that people at USC don't actually know about it. It's just a few individuals, um, like a few athletic directors, um, and a few other key people that have helped them get in. So other like professors and deans don't know that they didn't actually get there on their own credentials. Um, like one guy, he was like, it was shocking. Yeah. One guy was like the director of some, I don't remember his title. He basically would either, um, figure out how to, forge the SAT numbers, or he would just go in there and take the SAT for you? Uh, they had someone, so, Felicity, when her, took a test, and they went in and adjusted it 400 points. I mean, if I got adjusted, adjusted 400 points, y'all, I could have gone anywhere in the country. 400 points. And then, um, for Lori Laughlin, I think they photoshopped her stuff, and, and yes. they had some fake ID and all of that She stuff, was the so. crew, she was on, like, Got, basically, what they said was, like, she was this world-class athlete. They cropped her onto this crew photo, and they got her in front of the coach, and she got to, like, try out, but then didn't make It'll it, be, but she still got on the team. If there's charges against her daughter as well, because obviously she knew that she yes, wasn't. there should be. Um, they, the school is apparently deciding soon whether or not she gets to stay in school at all. Mm. She's already been dropped from Sephora. She left? She left to take the bullying and left. 
So I read that um, it was actually spring break, and she was on a yacht owned by a USC chairman. And so they, she got off the yacht. Like whenever this, all this news broke, she got off the yacht because he felt like it was best if she wasn't on property owned by him for his own image. Yeah. It's all crazy. And and Becky was dropped from Hallmark. Yeah. And all of the movies and projects she was currently working on, they're just going to dissolve. They're never going to come to light. And then obviously Olivia was dropped from Sephora. And I wish I could say I feel bad, but I don't. Like you're not above the law just because you have money. Social media influencer does not need a college degree, and I'm not being insulting. Um, they just don't. Like, I, I don't understand what you're doing, so I don't know. Moving on. So, we can talk about uh, Vanderpump Rules. Your favorite. VPR is my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I don't even really know why. Um, so, we start off. With Schwartz at Tom Tom, while Sandoval is apparently off buying a motorcycle, and I just felt like that whole scene was just like set up to make Sandoval look like um, dumb. Look like what? Like a fool. Yeah, I just felt like all of that is just like I don't know why. I just feel like Lisa's just toying with it to make it look like. Tom's some idiot while, oh, sorry, Sandoval, some idiot. I don't know. I just felt like he's not missing some really important day so he can buy some stupid motorcycle. He's just not. We all know how seriously he takes everything to a fault. I just felt like that was all just some fake schemey thing. It just kind of bothered me. Just like the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I thought it was really funny when Stassi and Brittany were chatting about what was going on with Kristen and Carter. And um, basically, Brittany is telling Stassi, like, oh, yeah, Kristen, um, she just always is saying to me how she just wishes that Carter would change just like Jax did. But, you know, in a lot more Southern voice. And Stassi was like, yeah, of course. Like, the most unassured way to say it ever um obviously she does not believe that and then I just thought that like Brittany's little confessional like just totally weirded me out she had this like baby voice where she's like or it wasn't even a confessional they're just sitting on the couch and they're talking and she's like whenever I witness them getting tooty with each other I'm like please do not tell me that you sit around and say the word tooty instead of saying yeah like you're so pg like no just say they're cussing each other out can judge other people's relationships but their their relationship laughable but like no one everyone's judging you but I just think we all have things and we all have grievances with our significant others and if we feel like it's not always okay to come at that be upset with that person if, if you called me and were complaining about I wouldn't hate him I would it's a human and that's just what happens or go to therapy right but on the flip side of that on the after show they were saying how what Kristen's problem was it's not like 
Because I actually do call you when Mike's, like, you know, stupid angry in my opinion. And I'm mad at him. But that might be, like, once every four months or something. But what they were saying about Kristen was, like, she will come over to your house every single day at 6 p.m., drink a glass of wine, and bitch about Carter the entire time and say how she just needs to make a change and she needs to leave him and he's this and he's that, blah, blah, blah. And then... And then we'll defend him in front of people and make them feel stupid. But it's like, don't come over to my house every day and complain if that's what you're actually going to do. Also, um, did you notice that they were, like, pre-gaming for dinner? Yeah. It was like, take a Tito's and I'm going to take a Don Julio on the... Then she's going to have a bottle of Cabernet. And then can we get a shot while you're at it? Yeah, I actually, like, I wrote... You haven't even ordered an appetizer. Calm down. I wrote down their order somewhere in our notes, yeah. Also, like, did he pick up that tab? Probably not. Probably not. But I'm going to go doubt it. It was probably free anyway because it was on TV. Um, but, you know, that whole, like, mentality of complaining about something to someone over and over again and never doing anything to change it, I can understand really, really, really bothers me as a friend. Like, when someone complains to me, like, oh, I hate my job. I can't find a new job, blah, blah, But, like, I know they're not applying for a new job. I'm like, don't bitch about your job if you're not going to try and change it. Like, either make your situation better or apply for a new one or whatever. Or, Wait, or what? You broke up. Or accept it. Like, just yeah. shut up. So, yeah. I, so I get it as a friend. Don't bitch about your boyfriend to me every day if you're not willing to put in the effort to change it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, then we go to DJ James Kennedy. DJing at Ohm. So I decided to do a little research myself. And I looked up this nightclub, Ohm. And I looked up their schedule. Because he had said, like, oh, yeah, dude, they want me here, like, twice a month, maybe once a week. Um, They want me here all the time, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I checked their schedule. And he was on there once, which was July 14th. Which must have been that day. Because I also went back and looked through everyone's Instagrams to see, like, how does this fall in line with where the cast trip was? And the cast trip was after July 14th. And we already know that Saucy and Ariana's birthday happened, which is the end of June. So timelines add up as far as that goes. He DJed there once. Look at you with your, with all of your digging. I love it. Well, I wanted to know, like, did they really ask you back? Or was this for filming? Yeah, apparently. Um, so, you know, then they were at this cat petting girl date, and... That was like, this is, of course, Ariana, it's so weird. I like cats, and I don't know if I'd want to go sit in a room and, like, pet cats and, like, sip tea and talk to my friends. Like, I would rather just sit at a bar and drink wine and talk to my friends. Right. Hey, or or you can just come to my house and we can pet my cats. Yeah, a cat cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, but this whole like thing with this being this boys trip, like, oh, it's a special trip for Tom and Tom before um their bar opens. Like, I don't know. The cast trips kind of bother me when they have to make it about like a reason. Like, let's just act like they're going on a cast trip. We all know what we're here for, you know. And then they have to act like there's blame to be put on somebody because it's their trip, but it's not. Mm-mm. So, but like, I 
allowed to be like, in fact, I don't want to go on vacation. Vacation. It's not relaxing. I don't feel comfortable on him because he's going to find some way to tear me down or find some way to hit me with below the belt. Like least expecting it. I wouldn't want to vacation either. But, but on the other hand, she is a bully and like, like stop kicking the dead horse. We get it. But also, man, and he's a kid. Thanks. So let him have his job. But he's saying that you have to go on vacation. So like, calm down. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, um, I don't know. Don't invite him in the first place if you're going to uninvite him because that's just stupid. And the whole, like, idea that they even have the option to invite and uninvite him when we all know he's a cast member too just kind of bothers me. But look, let's just let it be organic where these friends actually go on a trip and these friends don't include James. And that's okay. But I... What about um, Shorty with like his waffling? Like he's like, I don't, I, I don't want to be involved. I don't. I brought it up. I started the whole thing. And I stirred the whole pot. But don't be mad at me, Bubba. Okay, don't be mad at me. Yeah. So I felt like, um, I felt like Schwartz was actually the one who turned to James and said, like, yeah, dude, you, you we're gonna go on this trip. You should come. And then goes and tells Katie that Sandoval had this trip, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> Katie makes it like Sandoval needs to untell them. Well, really, like, I think when she watches it back, she's gonna see it was actually You're bad. Schwartz. Yeah. But I was like I think he's I think he's so cute and sweet, but like No, he yeah. needs a Got to grow some walls. Yeah, 100%. he's just he a giant, to- flaccid wiener. A hundred percent. Whenever she was like, "You can't even get," I'm like, "I believe that." <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I was so bothered though when Katie, she sounded like a twelve year old when she was like, "Boom, pulling rank. That's all." Like, are you kidding me? If first of all, if I wanted to get my way with my husband, it wouldn't be by saying I'm pulling rank. I would like. Planted in his ears strategically, make him believe it was his idea. I would let him know my feelings while letting him believe that he's coming up with it on his own. Like, you have to strip these dudes' egos. Like, you can't just tear them down. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, he's got it, I don't know, maybe they'll watch it back and change, but I highly doubt it. So, someone just commented that um, they used to always include Kristen, even when Sandoval and Ariana hated her. Um, and no one cared that it made them feel awkward, which is true, except that there was actually a time when uh, I think James and Kristen were broken up. So it might have been like season four, if I had to guess. Um, and neither of them were invited, but somehow James got an invitation and Jax tried to get Kristen invited. Do you remember that? And Sandoval was like, no way. Like, she can't come, blah, blah, blah. I hate her. Yeah. And Kristen stayed home and James went. And they all go on girls' trips together now. I'm just saying, Kristen stayed home, and she actually, like, was a like a big person about that. Like, she didn't make a huge deal. Like, yeah, she definitely pouted in her interview, but she didn't, like, throw a huge bitch fit like I would have expected. So. I mean, he's a right? He's what? James isn't going to go on the trip, right? I don't think so. CBD? I guess so. We'll see. So, I actually wrote down Carter and Kristen's... Or a drink order on their date. So he ordered um, a Tito's Dirty Martini for Kristen and then a Hendrix Up for himself. And then a Sauvignon Block for Kristen. And then an Italian Pinot for himself. And this is all within one ordering session. I don't understand. 
Like, just wait and I'll back. Like, get everything you want right this second because he's never back again. Maybe. Day. Maybe they need to go back and forth between their wine and their liquor. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. As we, like, pound it while we're on the podcast. Uh, yeah, but we're sitting at our homes. Um, This is only my second glass of wine where it says godmother of two, Libby. Uh, uh, who gave you that? Yeah, my friend Mary. <laughs> um. Okay, so... Then, you know, we go to girls' night in. Because, I mean, we can't even really talk about Kristen and Carter's date because they're just stupid. Um, We go to girls' night in, and Sheena is, like, so overly fake. Every word that comes out of her mouth just feels like it's bathed in butter. Ew, she was so gross. And she, like, couldn't wait to tell someone about, like, I barely did anything, but look at my $100 tip. Barf. She She tries too hard. Like, I think, I think deep down she has super low team or something because I don't understand why you need to try that all the time. I don't know either. Um, cringy, but I feel, I feel like they need her. It's the same as like, um, Kristen, they need James, like all these people, like character that the show, but also like, I kind of hate all of you. So. Oh, I love Stassi. I love Stassi too. Stassi is my favorite. I think Bo's cute at first questioned if were good but I think I'm sold now I love him so then we get into the whole fight Sandoval versus Katie you know. <laughs> what do you think Sandoval oh, versus Katie exactly what I said before I think that he's a bully and I'm pretty much team Sandoval but like I okay, you are. with him but like you don't need to get him fired from his job because you're no saint so yeah I agree. Um, but again, on the after show recorded, everyone was saying that everyone felt the same way. Kristen, I mean, sorry, Katie was just kind of the mouthpiece for that. But either way, yeah, she sucked. It was definitely the mouthpiece. I feel like Brittany would be like, oh, he let me, it's cool. Like, she would just get over it. And I mean, like, here comes the backlash. Like, Katie changed. Her body has changed. It doesn't look like she looked five seasons ago. And... It, so if he's gonna take if he's gonna take a dig at her, something that's what he's gonna go at her. But so, why is body shaming the worst thing that you can do in the entire world? I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. But I think that they make fun of James for all kinds of stuff. Yes. Right? Oh. And so, it's just whenever you decide that this is gonna be something that you're gonna be sensitive about, that you're gonna make somebody look like a villain. So I totally Which, think that Lala is. A little on the skanky side. But I I feel like Katie's behavior towards her a couple seasons ago, like saying like, well, what, calling you a slut? Call it as I see it. Was just as vile and disgusting as James saying like, look at you in those shorts. Like, and I don't even remember what he said after that. Like, so call, so slut shaming someone. That's and something like you get a bigger pair of pants or something, right? Like. I mean, Kim Zolciak needs a bigger pair of pants. And I don't think I'm fat shaming her. I'm just saying, like, I feel like what Katie has said isn't below what has been said to Katie. But how Katie holds it, like, so close to her chest, like, you did this to me, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, it's ridiculous, the standards that are being held for James versus the others. And apparently James did something that nobody can talk about. Maybe that's why they're, like, harboring this resentment towards him. But if that's the case, I need to know what he did. 
Otherwise, I'm just going to feel like all of you are assholes by not, like, forgiving this young kid who acted as stupid as you all have. Like, if they're still friends with Jax, like, I don't understand. If they still, like, walk Jax with open arms and think he's so cute, and he's not. He's the worst. And I, I just, he's ten times worse than James, and they let James come. Yeah. Or they, get, they let Jax come to everything, but not James. So, it's just a double scam. So, um, but I did think it was funny how James, you know, did the whole apology tour. Like, I don't actually think that she's fat and I don't think James is a weasel or whatever. Then at the very end of the episode, he's like, fuck you fatty and fuck you weasel. So it's like any apology that you had about that, you just undid really quick. <laughs> well, he doesn't mean, he just wants to go I know, but, I know, but still. <laughs> Um, um, I still think Lala's gross, and I think her filler is way too. I just needed to say that. Okay, you see her pictures, and when she's like, "Yes," but I'm like, <laughs> so I tried to post it yesterday to our Instagram story, but because of the Instagram being down, it just like pinned forever. Her, she, like, I don't even know. It's, it's like the monkey's asshole that you like to suck. That's what's going on with her lips right now. They're I feel like huge. She was like she was beautiful obviously she had some work like she had some injections and stuff but now it's like gone too far so i think that i I, uh, it's too much it's too much she needs to have it dissolves and look like a normal person yeah like it looks like she got stung by a bee and had a reaction um so that's my two cents on well would you like to move on to summer house yeah sure. sure i i had to watch them all this week all as in both episodes because I didn't watch last week (laughs) but I just wanted to say like a few things from last week super quick I love how they timestamp stuff I love how they show the date and the time of things I don't know why it just makes like that because I'm like okay this was eight ago got it I want to know too like you act like it's so late or so early or like Kyle's going to bed and everyone's partying I want to know what time it is I appreciate the timestamp um I absolutely hate Lindsay's hair she needs it to be a little bit longer and a little bit darker. We talked a little bit about Lindsay and her new her new look Boobs. Um, last week. Um, she had like an ill-fitting put on, but I think she dressed for a long time, so it was kind of stretched out and like her side boob not on point. It just it like I think it was time here, but it wasn't as did that. Um, but yeah, someone I, posted. I don't, I don't know from experience, but someone posted that what her boobs look like is, because her boobs are, like, way too far apart, and they're obviously new and fake, but Lala has very nice fake boobs. They're small, and they look appropriate for her body, like, because Lindsay's Lala. not, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Lindsay's are, like, six inches apart, like, middle I to middle. I think she has a different figure, though, because I don't necessarily think that her boobs are, like, bad or anything. I, I mean, they're different. But I think that she has a different thing. But they're so far. Well, obviously, the same boobs look the same. But they're so far apart. Someone posted that it was almost like she didn't follow the doctor's guidelines after surgery and was wearing, like, no bra too soon. Like, someone who had surgery. Or, like, has any or not. Yeah, like, posted that. And I'm like, that would kind of make sense. And I literally know zero about a subject, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
she she doesn't do it for me, and I think that uh, Danielle is one of the more irritating people at she, actually, and I'm to the table she was terrible and what I think is because Lindsay and Danielle became good friends over the fall winter that she yeah I heard that they tried to fire Danielle um but Lindsay Lindsay begged her back okay and so if we're gonna talk about Danielle let's just like scoot on to um I wrote my notes that Danielle thinks so highly of herself. She literally said when talking about her and Jordan that she that they were like the little mermaid together because she is a mystical, beautiful creature and he's a traditional I man. I did catch that and I was like, are we talking about are we looking at the same person? I mean, she's fine. There's nothing the matter with her, but she's a showstopper. Yeah. I don't feel all these guys' mouths are on the floor yeah. whenever regular girl walks down the street like I don't she's pretty but you are very regular you are not a mystical beautiful creature like who is a mystical beautiful creature like let's think about that like like Giselle I mean Brian right? no like Giselle Boonchin like oh okay I thought about housewives because there is a Giselle no, not her. <laughs> <laughs> hey but but Giselle is very pretty Maybe. Uh, to me, Stassi is. Um, Stassi's very symmetrical. That's what she has going on that I appreciate so much. Like, it, that's, like, beauty to me. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who is a mystical, beautiful creature um, at this moment, but it is not Danielle. You're just a normal brunette girl. Regular old girl from Puerto Rico. Right. So. Oh, <clears throat> she does a smile as Stormin. She did. I, I feel like um, Carl is so proud of himself for being a self-proclaimed recovering fuckboy. Like, I don't think he could have said it more times. Good time. for you. Good for you. And no one's buying what you're selling. And we'll just wait and see how that plays out. Because you're going to try to hook up with everybody. Yeah. I, I felt like this episode didn't really, like, have a lot until the very end. Um, um, one guy's name. The new guy with... Jordan. Is... is Jordan, he's, he's awful. Okay, so even Thomas, my husband, watched this with me, and he was like, is he gay? What? I don't understand what's happening. And he made a comment about how all the all the ladies love him, and he gets his pick of the crowd. Yes. What? It's terrible. I don't think, I, again, no thank you. I'll take Carl over that, or even Kyle. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's... I'll take anybody, even the margarita machine guy. I'll take you over Jordan. No thanks. And then when they're like getting ready for um July Fourth, he's like, um, "I have been preparing for this my entire spring." I literally thought he was gonna say my entire life, and he said my entire spring. Like that's what everyone effing does, dude. When it's summertime and you have to get in a bikini and you know it, you starve a little more. Okay. Is that what they- Not. Everybody, but you know, people who are preparing to like have a summer house, they diet. Yeah, I definitely think that he's just in denial about who he is. <laughs> Jello shot, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is in denial about who he is. Also, the whole situation with Carl um, not making his sales quota, and then he's like, and tomorrow's the last day of the quarter, and it's a weekend in the Hamptons. I'm like, then stay home. If you really cared about your job that much and you were going to work on Saturday, you would have sat your happy ass in New York City so you didn't lose your job. 
Man, he's trying to live the best of both worlds, I think. He is. I mean, he didn't make his quota, so if he gets fired. He, he didn't? No. Okay, well, I I was proud to see him actually sitting there working um, during the party, and I noticed... I huh? I wouldn't want to do that. Me neither, but I was proud of him. And I also <laughs> noticed that the couches that, that he was sitting on in a little upstairs den, they're the same couches that we have in our den here, so I just wanted to note that. Oh, oh look at you. I know. I'm taking real good notes. Um uh, you see scoop there. Yeah, um, so... <laughs> Okay, what are your thoughts on Hannah? Okay, so, uh, she is a great, um, I, I really don't, I, I'm not here for her yet. Hannah and Paige, so, um, Paige is obviously pretty. I love Paige. So, I'm not going for her, but, um, he kept it real about, in summer in the Hampton, we, like, went in the back, we middle class at the time, so I liked that about her. Hannah hasn't really, in my opinion, hasn't let us, like, know her yet that you play tennis, and that's right now. Um, she likes to talk about getting that D. I know. Get it, girl. Go for it. D, do you? No, go for it. But I also appreciate Paige for actually being, like, a guarded individual where she's like, I'm not going to kiss you the first time I meet you. Like, I'm a dinner date kind of girl. Like, I appreciate her for not being, um, you know, Lindsay <laughs> taking her top off while playing cornhole. With her. That's why. She, that's why she's thirty five. Is she thirty five, Lindsay? Because if she's not, she just looks thirty five. Yeah, I think she's like thirty. Wait, she's thirty one because she's like now that I'm in my thirties. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think she's desperate. Yeah. And she any room. Lindsay does not have any room to talk shit about Kyle and Lindsay's relationship or to judge them because he would open or told her. If Everett, whatever he said about how Everett, he ended up telling her she chose to stay with him. That had nothing to do with Lindsay. It has nothing to do with her relationship with them. But yet she decided like start shitstorm and not be in her and not be friends. All these people that came up again because she thought that they were authentic. But then like here she got to the next scene bringing in Everett. Like yeah, you're, you're I don't. Actually worse I. I totally agree. I don't like Lindsay at all. I mean, she can provide... Say that again? Yeah. She can provide good commentary sometimes and has funny things to say, but overall, I'm not into her. I think Paige's confessionals are hilarious. I always enjoy what she's saying. She's like, I chose the wrong dinner. Is that the first week it was? Um, yeah, that was funny. But Hannah, I'm like having a hard time like figuring her out, but for the most part, I'm kind of feeling like... Is she a sellout? Like, you you mean to tell me you were ranked in the world in tennis and you decided to give it up because you wanted to, like, party and get that D? That kind of makes me sad because I wasn't given any God-given talents like that. And so I just had to, like, get a job like a regular no, person. I don't think it's that because, I mean, look at look at Thomas. He was like, let's call a spade a spade. You can only get so good. And Maybe you just, should give some background on what you're talking about with Thomas so okay. our viewers understand. I, and tried to be a professional athlete, and he was. He was, well, he was a professional athlete, but like at some point, you have to decide: Am I going to be? He was. He played golf. Am I going to be Tiger? Woods? Am I going to be top ten in the world? Am I gonna be able to like have a fa- support my family and move forward? Or am I going to need to get a job so that 
I can have a family and raise my children and provide the best life for everybody. And so he decided even good, he wasn't going to continue to get better. And so maybe that's like what maybe that's what Hannah did, where she was like, you know, this good as I'm going to get or maybe she was injured. I don't know. No, but I think she works at Betches. No, she's totally doing great, but when she talked about it, she was like, I quit tennis because I wanted to party and get that D. It's basically what she said. That wasn't her exact sentence, but that was what her the structure of her, her conversation was, yeah. Like, yeah. she wanted to, like, enjoy herself and not go to tennis practice every day. So. I don't, she, it, she also said at one point that it took over who she was, who was no but a tennis player, and that was her entire identity. So, I can understand I mean, that. So, Danielle, can we just talk about her for a minute? Because she just is so desperate. She is desperate. Like, Lindsay trying to tell her, like, no, get up and walk over there. and Or, like, flirt with another guy. And, or go tell him that you're... She was, like, literally... Oh, huh? Clueless. She's kind of clueless. Yeah, she was, like, an eighth grader. Like, it was her first time ever doing that. Yeah. It was, like, so cringy. And then they made out, and that was just as bad. I didn't... I couldn't tell that I was trying to see if I could get Gabe Jordan when he was making out with Danielle. I mean, he's gay. I, I don't know. I was trying to watch, like, do we think he's gay? Do we think that he's into this shit? How do we feel about that? He was clearly into it. This was, like, beaming from ear excited. But then in the pre- preview for next week, yeah. they're like, who do you like better? Paige or Danielle? And he's like, well, Paige is here. here right now. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is officially ninth grade. It is. Like, it is. Um. So about next week, the preview has Everett on his way back. Wait, who's each other's beard? Is Dan? Do you think Danielle is gay too? Who's the other beard? Okay, Everett's back. Back. I need to know what that comment meant. Um. Yeah, Everett's back, and it's. I mean. I'm, like, so over that whole storyline. I hate when there's, like, these shows where the storylines just repeat year after year after year. Like, New Jersey, Melissa versus Teresa. I'm over it. Okay, so, I have a friend, and I was, we were talking earlier, just kind of backstep. I was telling her, I was like, ugh, Vanderbilt Rule sometimes is, like, just so hard because I'm over that. Again, I'm, I have three kids. I'm in my 30s. Like, I waited tables. 10 plus years ago, like, I just feel like it's hard for me to read your comfort rules because this is not where I am in my life. And my friend said, okay, well, yeah, you have seen Stassi evolve over the years. Look at where she was and look at where she is now. Yeah. Look at how she used to be and look where she is now. They're all getting married. They're trying to evolve. And I'm like, okay, valid point. But to your credit, what you're saying about Lydia and Everett, they're not evolving. They two turns can you make. How many times are we going to circle back to this? Like, yeah, your new hair and your new boobs aren't making me feel like you're a new person. Because you're not. Yeah. And because that's the only D that you seem to be able to get, so. So, let's shift over to Beverly Hills, our Tuesday night jam. Yes, I do love Beverly. Um, I mean, I'm really, really, as everyone else is annoyed at the puppy gate thing continuing, but I did think it was really funny how Ken was like, John Blizzard. Did you notice that? No. <laughs> he was like, Blizzard. John Blizzard. It made me think of that episode of Flipping Out where 
they were talking about Jeff's brother's company, Glow Shark. And I was like, Blizzard. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. If you watch Flipping Out, you do. Yeah, of course. But just like once, and I'm usually like texting and looking at Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Like fast forwarding through commercials and stuff. Well, so. that's the only show Mike will watch with me. I watch everything. Yeah, that's the only show Mike will watch with me. So we'll like try and say the glow shark thing, but that's that's just another story for another day. But anyway, I thought it was really funny, like Blizzard. Um. Okay, I just have to say, just so I can get it off. Get it off the ch- my chest. Like I don't care who's lying. I don't care who said what. I don't care if you texted what. I don't care if you deleted a text. I don't care if Lisa Vanderpump maybe got John Blizzard over there to, like lie because she's boss and she's gonna intimidate him. I just don't care. Like you ought to be so for an hour than like hear about this dog anymore. Like I cannot. I agree. It is really, really annoying. But I do think that Lisa Vanderpump is lying. Do you? Uh, probably. I feel like she's trying to... I felt like that whole scene with Blizzard was her intimidating him into saying... And there's, like, all these discrepancies in the story, and I can't even hardly keep up with them because I... I wasn't there. There's guns, and there's, like, two... And I'm like, because... I don't even... But basically, there was, like, inconsistencies where, like, Lisa was saying, I've never talked to John Blizzard. But then she was saying, of course I told John Blizzard he could tell you. And then she's saying, you know, there's all these little pieces of the story where if you put it all together, she's lying. Did I? Mm Mm-hmm. Let me think. She's like, I I barely knew John Blizzard. He's one of my thousand employees. So, you know. Um, but I do think that Teddy has, like, I don't even really want to talk about it because it's exhausting that they are, they're even still talking about it. But basically, I do think that Teddy has owned up to her part. And what she mostly says is, I was fed all this information. I was planning to do something. I walked in the door and I chickened out. They even look, you could see it in the scene because she said it in Juicy Scoop podcast and somewhere else. But you could see it in the scene. Like, they they made some suggestion to her, like, he, she said something like, is that him or her or whatever? And they were like, yeah. And then she didn't say anything after that. Like, she didn't follow through with the whole, like, isn't that Dorit's dog? Like, she was supposed to. Um, right. So, yeah, she had planned to make this big move, but she didn't actually do it. So, is there really anything to blame her for besides thinking about doing something shady, you know? Because she did. She said that she was going to do it, and then she went on the TV and instead... Is that the dog? She did. She did pull it off as far as they wanted her to. Um, but um, I don't know. She didn't admit to. I think that the my Teddy came forward and admitted because it was she knew she was going to get. Mm. There was it wasn't going to get caught. So I, I really just wanted to believe that she was good, but I guess not. I think that she's okay. I think that she had, like back to she felt pressured to say something. Okay, I guess I'll say. Something. It was like maybe this thing to do, but again, who even cares? No, shitty to her last season. So if she wants to make her look bad, if you know Dorit today, Dorit is wrong, and and that's it. Like she should have gone and back over to Lisa if the dog bit, which I'm not even that, um, without being provoked. I just I don't know. Dorit's wrong, and I think that this turned into a. 
firestorm that is crazy. Yeah. Like, long-term friendship. Um, so what did you think about seeing Erica Jane's house? Okay, so Erica Jane's house is really funny because it looks like my grandma's house. Like, it is very... It, it's beautiful, and it's very, like, regal and fancy, but it looks like Jane would live there. It doesn't look like Erica Jane Pat the Puss would live there. Totally. And I don't want to see, like, I, I've seen her, her, um, her chapel three or four times now. Oh, Eddie's fake reaction to, like, give a chapel or Like, okay, we all know you have a chapel in your house. But we know you have a chapel, and you're probably not really just have it for shock you, and that's it. Right. Um, so then this whole episode is kind of about Kyle taking, uh, which, which daughter is it? Sophia to college. Um, huh? It was sad. Yeah, it was sad, but it was a lot of crying for me. Okay. So just for the, anybody that doesn't know me, I have a 17 year old and he's going to go to college. So to me that like tugged on So I felt like. Oh man, that because it, it does come like the last few years once they go to high school, it's like over, and I'm sure nobody. For me, that felt emotional, and so I like had a little water in my eye where she talked about that scene and when her daughter was being. It's gonna be literally. A- yeah, I definitely think it was sad. I just think it was like, and I know it's all editing. But it was, like, the crying when they were packing. And then the crying in the dorm. And then the crying at dinner. And then the crying at breakfast the next morning. You know? I, so I, you're not a crier. I'm also not really a crier. But I'd be like, Mom, this is the last time you're going to be here. Mom, you're never going to live in our home again. What? Like, it's just never going to be the same again. It's like a rite of passage. So it's, you know... Yeah, I, I can't really, like, it doesn't pull on my heartstring right now because my children are two and six months old, so I'm so, so far away from that Yeah, that I can't, I'm, like, literally 18 years away from my youngest child even being like, in their senior year of high school. I feel like Kyle and Lindsay are such good people. I feel like I want to be their child, too, or, like, a grandchild or however you get me into that. Or a sister-wife. Sister wife. I'll let Mauricio curl my hair. I don't want to be a sister wife. I'm like, I want to be a daughter. <laughs> I don't want any expectation. <laughs> so, he's right. So, let's talk about then the budget conversation if you want to be a child. Because they're she sitting in. To be honest. Huh? She doesn't have a budget. That's so ridiculous. Okay. But if you remember back when Alexia was going away to college, they talked about um, how much money they were going to give her. And this, like, I'll never forget the conversation. They were sitting in a little cafe right by a window. And Kyle and Mauricio are talking about it. And I don't know who said what, but basically they they decided between $400 and $500 a week spending money. That does not include um, paying for your, like, rent and bills for her to go to college. So that was – he was like, that's too much money. And Kyle was like, but what if she needs to get her nails done or buy something for class? Like, literally, people bring that money home after working 40 hours a week, and it goes towards paying their rent and bills. I know. It was, it, uh, that's shocking. I don't know how else to say it, because if she doesn't have any responsibility, like, for her to go to dinner on, and buy a then it's $2,000 a month. 
I guess when you, um, yeah, really like, even more than that because there's like four and a half weeks in a year. I mean, four and a half weeks in a month. Um, but I guess when you're used to buying articles of clothing that are like two hundred plus dollars each, four hundred to five hundred dollars doesn't really seem like a lot, you know? I guess so. Or you buy like really expensive salads. It's all relative, I guess. It is. We only have two minutes left before we're cut off, but um, we can just re-up. But, uh, okay, I also wanted to mention when they're horseback riding, um, the girls, it was... Uh, you stupid outfit? Yeah, her stupid-ass Chanel suspenders. Like, she literally would wear, like, she would tattoo Dior to her freaking forehead. Like, she wants to be designer so bad it's disgusting i know i was like did you go pay two grand for an outfit to see because those suspenders were way 1800 bucks she so. did and the thing is like just you in much trouble. just wear something nice don't go out and buy some shitty suspenders just because they scream chanel then like her call her sleeves up it was just silly she was silly it was and then they're sitting there talking about um, how to please their husband. And they mentioned that Tom is 79. Wait, I must have not heard this season. I must have missed this season. They're like sitting there eating like a burrito as uh, Dorit would have ordered it. And they're just talking about like, okay, so Erica basically says that when she married um, Tom, she was one way. And now she's kind of evolved into who she is, and she's a totally different person, but Tom's 79 now or something. He's 70 freaking nine. I'm going to Google it. 79. That's old. I mean, I don't even think that my my grandfather is 79. I, I actually know he's not. I think he's like 77. So, there's that. Um... Nine. He was born in 1939. Wow. Uh, 47. Ew. Um, so, we also show a little bit of Denise, which I'm kind of bored of her storyline. Like, her, her fiancé's hot. But he's also a little weird because he's like, we could get married on September 8th. 9-8. Which is infinity. And she's like, oh, is it, honey? And he's like, yeah. 9 plus okay, 8 equals... Like, 9-8. And she was like, is it 8? I know, me too. And yeah, he, she, he's like nine plus eight equals seventeen, and one plus seven equals eight, and eight and is infinity. Okay, but you're hot, so we'll let that go. Because you're weird, yeah. Um. So, you know, then we go to the whole scene again with the dog in the end, and I'm just. I hope that it wraps up soon. Teddy said in a Juicy Scoop podcast that. We're going to really get to see how it plays out. I'm, I don't understand how it could play out anymore. I just don't care. I would like to know, like, why Kyle and Lisa aren't friends anymore, and that's all. And, I mean, I know it's because of this, and, like, clearly Kyle took that, which makes me feel even more so, like, that Lisa is guilty in whatever she's done, which to try to plant this, like, to make Dorit look bad. But... I want to see their. I want to see the demise of their friendship play out. But I don't know about Lucy Apple Juicy. Oh yeah, I'm over it too. So let's move on to New York. 
Duke because Beverly Hills is not offering us a lot. I love New York. New York's great. Yeah, New-, New York is great. My, my the first thing that I noticed was how I didn't realize it until they got they arrived in the Hamptons. But Marley the dog rode in this brand new one hundred and sixty five thousand dollar Bentley. I mean, how oh, <laughs> how far of a drive is that? I don't know. She's a dummy. I'm just not invested in Tinsley. I think she's. I think she's superficial. A lot of people have talked about this too, but like, what's going on with Ramona's nose? Because it looks like the is out of whack. Like she got a like, facelift and it pulled it one direction. I know. I noticed that too. I usually watch TV in my bedroom, and my TV in my bedroom is like far and. Ca- not as big, so I watched today out in the living room, and I was wow! I really noticed the better television in my home. Something is going on. I, I mean, think you're right. Probably had a facelift in the yeah. It was like but collateral it, damage. My nose is crooked. Her nose is a whole bunch of crooked. Right, and her her nose wasn't crooked last year. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know because I really noticed it. For- Today. No one's judging a crooked nose. We're just wondering what where did this crooked nose come from? Why? Why is the nose crooked? Did you have an accident? You fall? Is yeah. It, is it made of play doh? Yeah. Infection? Like is, is it because you're sixty? What's happening when you turn sixty? Does your nose go crooked? Right. Um. So then we see Sonia's extensions. Um. Those were DIY. <laughs> but like you know you're being filmed take them out I don't think she gives any up she doesn't just, she doesn't she's like I'm gonna I just want some mermaid hair today to go with the mermaid she had like a like a four mile high like beehive nest in an interview too yeah she just doesn't I think she just is like I don't care I think she's just out of touch but I think that's like what makes me love her is that she just is like I don't give a fuck if you don't like me then that's Somebody does, so, oh, hey. What do you think of their whole mermaid tail thing? Um, when Ramona was trying to, like, I was like, I can think of so many more efficient ways for you to get down than whatever you're doing right now. I know. <laughs> but it did make me want a mermaid tail. Like, I wanted I to. My three-year-old has a couple. You can borrow them. Okay. Um, I also thought it was really funny, um, Sonia was comparing herself, I think, to Barbara, and she's like, "We're both business women, so we really understand." Blah blah blah. Like, Sonia, your toaster oven does not count. Okay, but Sonia has managed to keep herself afloat some kind of way for the last however many years. I don't think she's making that much on housework. I guess. Um, what do we think about Barbara? And Barbara's like weird silver shimmer. You know what? Look like. Um, Brittany's mom from Baker Rules, how she wears, like... Brittany's mom's lip gloss was the worst. It was, like... What, what do you call that? Frosting. It's like frosting, yeah. It's, like... Like, icing? Uh, I don't know. Like, wet and wild. Ew, it's so it's bad. Or it's, like, she got it from Limited 2. I'm not into it. I'm, like, stop wearing skin color. I don't know... Barbara's whole, like, story, I'm not into it. Like, so you're a contractor, but you're a girly girl, and she's like, I'm just tough on the jobs. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm and she's like, I just bone the painter, and I'm like, what? I'm just not into it. How does that even happen? How does that come 
to be? Who are you? Who's this? Yeah, she, I'm not, I'm not a I'm not either, and the, the 80s fashion is coming back hard. Uh, like, Barbara had on this, like, little green t-shirt with her high-waisted bell-bottoms, and it was, in like, a, in a bright yellow belt, and it wasn't that, like, 80s, but it was very 80s, and then Bethany had on jean on jean, her denim jacket had, like, uh, rhinestones and studs sewn all so, over it. I just want to say this. Bethany, I am ride or die Bethany. I just want to make that pretty clear. Like, I've met Bethany. I've gone to her book signings. I like Bethany very much. I, like, I love Bethany. However, I do not feel like Bethany is the right person to have a fashion line at all. Like, she has, she wears clothes that I don't, I'm like, what? I don't understand this outfit. I don't understand. She has, like, a boot and a chuck jacket and a chuck like too much going on. I don't feel like in my opinion her fashion is the fact that she has a fashion is weird to me but like also I don't want pants with purse up the front or lace up pants same or jackets same. I don't want that same like and she, I'm not gonna pay for it she also had like a super high pony with a scrunchie Ramona had on some like chartreuse pumps like the 80s are back those were like a I didn't dis I didn't dislike them necessarily. I'm just saying it's the eighties. It is the eighties are coming back. Um, about Bethany though, I appreciate that she gives so little Fs that she's like, I'm gonna get out of the shower and a little twisty and put a hat on. I'm gonna roll for the Yes, I I actually thought that she was still getting ready when I saw that her hair was wet, but no. It was in a twisty and she no, have you watched her Instagram? And I woke up like this and she doesn't care at all. And I'm not gonna lie, here that today, and I took a shower because all I, I need our two viewers to see that I don't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the whole situation with Luann calling everyone that she knew for six million dollars for a house that was worth five million. Thoughts. If she would have got it, then we would have thought that she was, like, some genius. But clearly no one was going to give her that money because she's crazy. And I'm wondering, like, they said that she had drinking two bottles of rosé. That two bottles of rosé made her call everyone in her phone list for $6 million for a house? Because I bet I could I could drink two, two bottles of rosé and I would just take myself a nap. I wouldn't be calling people. I don't know. I would probably throw up if I drank two bottles of rosé. To, to be honest, I, I would like to say that I feel like Luann has never looked better. She's she hot. Like, like, I'm not sure how old Luann is. So if she got a facelift, her nose is not crooked. Well, good for you. She looks great. Um, she's not facing the sobriety, Elizabeth. Hello. Um, I I definitely don't think that she's there yet. I think she's a little embarrassed about it. I think she's trying to make it seem like it's not a big deal and it's like a blip on the radar. Um, but I do think she's never looked better. Um, I think it's weird that of all the people that surrounded her downtime, that it was Bethany. Because Bethany has been so aggressive to her. Bethany has been, uh, I, I, she's been ruthless. I didn't, I didn't really like Luann saying that 
um, Dorinda couldn't stop drinking on her own. So, like, Dorinda was just saying she was just trying to be better, drink less, not drink, whatever. And Luann was, like, in her confessional saying, like, Dorinda can't stop drinking on her own. Was like, you can't, you, just because you needed to go uh, to a rehab to stop drinking doesn't mean that someone else can't stop drinking on their own. And I'm not saying that, like, Dorinda's sober by any means. I'm just saying Luann can't decide that Dorinda is incapable of doing that. We don't know what she's capable of doing. Like, on some, she's, like, holier than now, now that she's been to rehab twice. And I don't know. I think that she doesn't have a place to judge, especially going through the program that she needs to be accepting of somebody and help them not judge them and be correct to them. Yes. So... So, um, I like the new sober. You what? I like the new sober Dorinda. Yeah, me too. Interesting side of her. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Luann saying that she would need a call from Dorinda? Okay, so did I not, did I mishear Dorinda say I have apologized to her multiple, 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 multiple times? I heard that. I heard that too, so maybe that's, but I don't, but we don't know that, you know. Was it on camera or, um, but also just because you have a doesn't mean that you don't have a problem. For sure. I'm not saying that she doesn't have a problem. I think that Luann's not the police on who needs to go to rehab. Yeah. You know? So, um, but I think, I forgot what I was saying. Do you think that Dorinda needed to call? No. I think that Dorinda needs to yeah, I think that for Luann to say she needs to call me and she needs to apologize like this, that, and the other is a little ridiculous. It's almost like Lisa Vanderpump saying Erica needs to send me a note and flowers. Like, you don't get to decide how someone else sends their apology or condolences. Just you be just grateful don't. that you love Exactly. Um, that if Luann was so vulnerable and so tender and so, like, whatever, that she shouldn't have come back. Either. I agree. Then, because you know who you're going to see these people, you know who you know who the cast is. Luanna friend, or she? She's on. I thought it was really funny how um, they were all thinking that this was going to be some huge clam bake with like hundreds of people, and they were, she was like, "We're going to have twelve to 15. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, "Minus three, so I guess we're going to have like yeah." What do you think about the Ty- Tyler Perry quote? Apology. I laughed and I was like so glad that everybody like the great Perry. <laughs> We're taking quotes the great Tyler. He's so profound. And like, um Ramona so approved. Like, Ramona was like, I think that text definitely is suitable. Is more Ramona more. It was awful. I would probably be the table if I were Avery. Um I felt and like her, Huh? Ramona and her flirting is so silly yeah. and, like, so aggressive. We, we need to talk about tennis. Okay. I First of all, I didn't realize that Tinsley played at Columbia University. Like, go Tinsley. I had no idea. Luke, good for you. But Ramona could not stand it that Tinsley was actually good. Tinsley's young and hot and good. And literally had to leave because she couldn't handle it because she was such a hater. Ramona is, like, a take. I'm gonna. I don't like this. I don't want to play this game. I'm gonna take my ball and go home because it's not what I signed up for. So, I felt like this was the reaction in season two 
that Jill was looking for when Mario, who was, uh, like, nationally ranked, played against... Mario and Ramona played against Jill and blank, and Jill brought Simon thinking, I'm, like, really going to ruffle her feathers this time. And Ramona played it cool, and they actually did really well, and they beat Jill and Simon. And this was... The reaction that Jill was looking for, how she acted on this episode. Like, all all Jill needed to do was bring Tinsley along. Or bring some hot guy to flirt with someone else. Not some ugly, like, dud like Simon. But just accept that you're 60. Accept that you got a little belly going on. Accept that you're single. Just be who you are. And how old is Tinsley? Was 40? Yeah, she's, like, low 40s. Because they talk about how... Um, they were saying, like, I would hate to be 50 with a 10-year-old. And Tinsley was like, hey, because she just got her eggs or she has her eggs or whatever frozen. Yeah. And she would have a 10-year-old at 50 at least. Yeah. I felt like this whole episode was like a pissing contest on, like, who needs rehab the most. Everybody was saying, like, well, Dorinda's the most drunk. Well, Luann was the most drunk. Well, you know, I felt like the whole thing was... Who was worse when it came to that? So like, a lot of times with this show, I feel like I'm waiting for something to happen, and then I'm like, okay, so it's going to episode, and then I'm like, okay, so it's going to happen the next episode, and then, like, the season's over, I'm like, wait, what happened? Nothing happened. We all just, like, talked about what was going to happen, but nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, pretty much. Um, That's I, what? That's it, and that was my thoughts. I also thought it was um, typical Sonia. To talk about um, Dorinda when they were leaving. They're like, bye, don't have m- mofo. I mean, FOMO. Like, typical Sonia to, to confuse FOMO and mofo. It's just a bunch of old idiots. They I are. Like my trying to, like, be cool. My mom's like, I'm 60. Don't be all uncool. Yeah, I still, um, I, I appreciate Sonia for all of her little Sonia-isms. I love Sonia. And I hope that she sticks around forever. She was, like, a lot, I feel like, was last year whenever her dress was coming off at the cabaret. She was, like, such a mess all the time. But I feel like she's always happy-go-lucky, and I'm happy to see her. Yeah. Um, do you feel like the, Son- uh, the Bethany and Luann relationship is going to last? Friendship? No. No. I think that Bethany will stay, and I think that Luann's and that they're just gonna kind of comfort each other while they need but like I said Bethany has a very little tolerance for one and and so I think that at a time before she irritated like rips Luann a new one yeah and we do see in the previews that she's going to eventually oh she does I don't yeah remember she was like life is not a cabaret but I don't know it's hard to, like, really put the context in those arguments. Like, what's it really about? You know? Is she really, like, hammering go- down? Find out. Well, did you have any other thoughts about New York? Um, I mean, I generally just love New York. I love that they go to the Hamptons. I love that they go to the Berkshires. Then they take a free trip. And then it's always just kind of mixing it up. I, like, I'm glad that it hasn't changed. Not really in the mood for fresh meat, so I don't want Barbara to be in every single scene because she's not for me. I feel like she'd be better. Yeah. So, Um, are you watching anything else on TV right now? I mean, no. I I basically only watch Bravo, 
and it was a lot for me. Like, I don't know why. It was a lot for me to get all these shows in. I had to make time today to get in with New York in time for tonight so that we could talk about it because I didn't want to have nothing to say. Yeah. So, um, no, I I haven't, I don't, I don't know that it wrapped, but I don't watch it. You don't know what? I don't know The Bachelor. I said I saw that it wrapped. Oh, um, yeah, I don't watch it either. I do watch American Idol and Survivor, though, so if you're ever looking for a good competition show, mm-hmm. swear it's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. I used to watch American Idol, like, 15 years over it. Okay, I love yeah. it. It's so good now. I, like, they bawled my watch. eyes out, like, lot, two nights ago watching it. Because they, like, tell you these compelling stories, and it just just really tugs at my heartstrings. I just don't care. You would <laughs> if you watched it. <laughs> It was fun. We'll have to join back next week. Elizabeth will be back. Yes. And you won't see this face for a little while, but we'll be, I'll be tuning in comment lots. Okay, I hope that you do. I Thanks will. for joining me. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. All right, well, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.